Welcome everybody. Thank you for coming. Uh, this is the uh, bi-monthly meeting of the St. Gerard's Reuse Committee. And we are here at Pequotside Tavern on December 21st at uh, 7.06. We'll call the meeting to order. And the first order of business... Six. Six did I say 706? Yeah. 607? <laughs> 607. Yeah. Sorry. Um, first order of business is the uh, approval of the minutes from the December 7th, uh, 2022 meeting. And they were emailed out to everybody. Everybody get them okay? Yes. yes. Good. Um, does anybody have any <coughs> changes or additions or deletions to the minutes? Are you okay with the minutes? Yes. Good. Okay. All right, so that being said, I'd entertain a motion to accept the minutes. Motion made by Brian. Second. Second by Gene. Um, any further discussion? <coughs> Good. All those in favor of accepting the minutes from December 7th, please signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. Ayes have it. Thank you. All right. Uh, next up. So I missed the last meeting. My apologies. Um, Gene did a yeoman's work, chair of the meeting. Happy to, I, I, Mr. I Chairman. Full confidence in you, sir. Thank you. Um, and uh, part of that was to kind of finalize the work groups and get those all organized. <coughs> so I know that there's been some work going on between the last meeting and now. So the second item on the agenda is just to kind of report out on the work groups uh, to see if we've made any progress or what we need to do uh, going forward to establish the others and, and, and get going on those. So Amanda, I've got several emails from Amanda today. She's fast and furious filling out information, so I figured we'd start with her since she's done a lot of work so far. Oh, your group has, so. Yeah. Can, you, uh, can you bring us up to speed on the community engagement group? Sure, um, so we actually met yesterday morning, but had been engaged in some email communication since our last meeting. Um, and had a great call yesterday talking about the different ways we might get the word out about connecting with local groups to either join on to or attend some existing meetings for work groups or coalitions or committees that already meet fairly regularly. It's a captive audience and so we brainstormed some of those groups um, and then also talked about hosting perhaps some of our own standalone forums or workshops to kind of reach folks who aren't already participating in a committee so um, who may not otherwise be engaged in the groups we outreach to but making sure to give everyone a possibility or an opportunity to participate. Um, so we brainstormed a list. I'm going to continue trying to um, push Google Spreadsheets and Google Docs as a way for us all to collaborate um, because right now we're building a repository of who those groups are that we may want to reach out to. Um, and so then we can all go in and add our own ideas. So that spreadsheet has been started, um, including listing the primary contact for each of the organizations and who <clears throat> who on our committee may have a relationship with someone that could be the lead for outreach. Um, in addition, we sort of talked about our potential approach for facilitating um, those meetings. And I think there was pretty good consensus that we wanted to do very minimal talking um, so as not to kind of taint folks' opinion or bias the discussion in any way, and rather kind of wanted to put out some open-ended questions, um, try to think of ways where it's not just like, 
if you feel comfortable standing up in front of a mic, we want to hear your voice, but rather we want to hear everyone's voice and how can we um, foster an environment that makes it feel welcoming for everyone to share. Um, let's see, we also talked about still ideally having some dollars um, to provide very light refreshments, transportation for those who may not be able to attend uh, meetings without, you know, an Uber car um, covered, and tapping into some student groups to get childcare provided, maybe some activities for kids. So if parents or other caregivers want to attend, they can. Um, and then also we thought it was really important to collaborate with all groups, but the survey group in particular, so that when we kind of wrap the meetings, we are able to, you know, give hard copies, links to the survey, you know, have people tag a couple friends, ask them to fill out the survey, just so people are leaving with some concrete next steps in addition to the information that um, they're leaving with us at the forum. Um, we also talked about the importance, I think the whole group has talked about, of ensuring this is a really transparent process and so tracking the number of people that we reach through the workshops, um, reporting back the types of information that we're hearing, just making all the data that we collect available for folks who want to review it. Um, what did I miss? Yeah, I think you've done a very nice job of summarizing it. You did. Yeoman's work. Mm. Yeah, a lot of work. <clears throat> Great. Well, um, did you did your group talk about what, what the next step was going to be? We did. So right now we're all in the process of adding ideas to the spreadsheet. Some of them are still coming via email, but we're all going to try out the spreadsheet. Um, and then drafting some boilerplate language for an email outreach that will first go to those groups that we believe either already have recurring meetings or maybe willing to host a meeting for us and just saying like, hey, we'd love to start attending some meetings in January. Do you have something scheduled? If so, can we grab a few minutes, maybe more than a few minutes, but some time on the agenda? So starting with the groups who kind of are already meeting because that's easier and faster to coordinate and then over the next couple of months then starting to brainstorm what we may be able to host on our own. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Get the low-hanging fruit, right? Those things are already set up. Yeah. You already have an exactly. audience ready to go. Yeah. If I may, we did have two Please. points that we, we had some concerns with, oh, yeah. but I think that they might not be good for part of our subcommittee report, but more as a later agenda item Okay. for the greater committee. So I'll remind me about that later on. Certainly will. We go to the business. I'm going to write that down, actually. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you very much. Do you, uh, do you need anything? As far as other than a budget, which they established this committee with the budget, so but, you know, I'll talk to uh, the chair of the, of the select board and see if there's any alternatives there. But I can't. I don't think I can't say. I think the one thing we were looking for is if the town may have any points of contact for any of these different groups that we we're looking into. Yeah. We're we're attempting um, to keep you looped in on all of our yeah. email communication, not to burden you, but just to no, make great. sure that you have the connection. Yeah. Um, so if you could take a look at the updated uh, Excel spreadsheet that is a, a product of the Google form that we have, yeah. it'd be great if you had any points of contact. I mean, for example, and, and I think we all know, but like Diane Tynan with the uh, Department of Human Services and so forth, yeah. we all know how to get hold of her. But for example, since we're to be looking to do outreach with the seniors, 
Yep. Her points of contact, RFI with uh, the Veterans Department and so forth. So. Yeah, I think I can pretty much give them all to you. <laughs> between <laughs> between me and the and the office staff, I think we can track down everybody's contact information. So, yeah. when it's finalized, is it finalized yet? Far from. You think no. it's? I don't think so. Do we just stop doing it now? Before it's someone, final? Someone's in here. I'm so proud of whoever is in here. Is it? Mm -hmm. I think it's somebody in Russia. <laughs> Did you share that with everybody? Um, I've shared it so far with just the work oh, group, okay. but um, okay. so maybe it's Pete. Um, it is a, if anyone who has the link is able to open the spreadsheet so we can circulate it with the minutes or wherever and folks can kind of add their other ideas in there. But along the way, any blanks can get filled in will just help us do outreach. Okay, because sure. to, to Amanda's point, Obviously, what we don't want to do is generate a long list for the next 60 days. We want to start doing outreach and then just keep expanding the list as that outreach takes place. Because some of these organizations, civic organizations, clubs, and so forth, they already have pre-programmed meetings. So getting on their calendars in an attempt to try and either be guest speakers or even just to buy you know, five or ten minutes of their time to introduce mm -hmm. the topic. But then, very importantly, to be able to, as Amanda said, to give them something, a business card or something that we have mm -hmm. made up that gives them the hyperlink or the, the email address or whatever to survey, so they can then think about it, get home, sit down, and you know bang through whatever the, the bigger committee's desire is to try and you know mine as much information from them as possible. So the sooner we can get before some of them, the better. Yeah. What do you think about just for the sake of you know publicity coming the mark the uh, public engagement group coming before the board just as an agenda item five minutes just to kind of explain what the plan is and what you're going to be engaging in just to, I mean there's a lot of people watch watch the Slepings meeting I wonder if that would be worthwhile I think that's a great idea Charlie can I raise a question yes two meetings back we talked about three separate work groups yes and it sounds like the work that this group is overlapping with the work that would fall under the purview of other groups. So I'm wondering if we should clarify again, what are the three work groups yeah. and what are, what should they focus on so that we're not duplicating effort? Yeah, that's a good question. I think Amanda pointed out that there the will be some overlap with the survey group because you want to survey the people, the, commu the, the community groups that you engage with. Well, or just to go back though, I thought we agreed that we would change the survey to communication slash survey and that I had volunteered to head up that piece. What was the community, oh, that, what was that the? We were looking at the, very, the, the various means that we're going to use to reach out to people, the messaging that would be going out to people, yeah. as well as the surveys themselves. You know, what would go into those surveys? You know, you know, is it going to be multiple choice? Is it yeah. going to be fill in the blank? Those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, I don't think that that changed. But why do you see it has changed? Well, I'm listening to them talking about how they're going to reach out to people, yeah. which I thought would fall under the purview of the communications group. Okay, uh, what, what I envision, and again, if I'm wrong, please tell me, yeah. that we had you know, one group that was going to focus on the group meetings, identifying who the groups, um, how we're going to, you know. Um, public engagement. Okay, public engagement. We had key informant. But then we also talked about sort of the uh, individual groups that we would meet with, such as the Senior Center Veterans and that sort of thing, which was part of that. But I, I, think, that's, I think that maybe perhaps where it is is like 
to engage in pu public forums, workshops, meetings, like to reach the group of people who are part of a committee, for example, we need to coordinate with one point person. That point person may be the same person who's being interviewed as part of the Kean Foreman interview, but we're not like the forum or the workshop is aiming to reach all of said group of, for example, seniors, all of said group of CAPs. But help me understand the difference between uh, meeting with department heads, the Canton Food Pantry, Council of the Aging Veterans, versus group meetings with larger audiences. So I would say that key informant interviews are really targeted interviews of individual people. Right. Department heads, for example. Like if you go to right. the senior center and you interview Diane Tynan, she's likely going to tell you she'd love to see you do senior center <laughs> on the St. Gerard's property. Right. Whereas the community engagement group, I see that as uh, engaging just a larger group patrons. of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the patrons of the senior center. So, okay, so you're focusing on the group meetings. Yes. Okay, who's working on? Key informant. The key, yeah. I have Bill Quinn, Gene Manning, Mary, and you actually you're on there too. Okay. Then the communications piece. I just got you on that one, but I'll help you with that because okay. I'll do it. But I'm just thinking, if you're putting energy into how we're going to communicate to people, that might be a duplication of effort. What I had recalled from the last meeting was just us wanting to ensure consistent messaging across all three of our data gathering streams. So making sure that when we go out and right. say, join our public forum, we're gonna talk about this, we're not saying something different than when you put out the survey and say, this right. survey is seeking your feedback on this. Okay. So rather the communications I see as like an overarching element that um, feeds into the three methods. Right. But I don't see any communications happening. Like, I see the I see us, you know, the public engagement work group being the communicator for scheduling our forums and stuff like gotcha. that. Just making sure that we're all kind of jiving in the language that okay. we're using. Okay. So the communications group me would be looking, giving you the methods that you would use and some sample language that you would use. Yeah, or we could draft it since, you know, we're reaching out and just say like, here's what we're thinking, let us know if this is, you know, what you think, is this aligning with what the other, we can send it to everyone, I mean. I just don't want to see us duplicate effort, right. that's all. It's yeah. not like, you know, I want to own something. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe too, if we get access to the shared docs, that yeah. may help as well. Um, yeah. But again, I, I just didn't want to waste time on things. So from the communication standpoint, I'll focus on again, what are the channels open to us? Um, and then some of the messaging that may go with it, sample wording. And I think you kind of touched on it too, is that some people are just not comfortable talking in front of a group. So give them some talking points or even script to help them get the meeting started. Oh, I was thinking, okay, that's interesting. I was thinking of like, if we have a forum of 50 people, which is awesome, and we'd love mm -hmm. to see that, of those 50, 10 might be like very excited to hear their own voice and stand up for a microphone and give their input. Okay. 40 people might be like, I'm really interested in this topic, but I don't feel comfortable speaking, so how else can we get So you're moderating the, the meeting itself is what you're referring to, how the meeting is run. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Okay, thank you for clarifying yep. that. That's a good question. So then how do you get the feedback from the 40 who don't want to get up in front of the microphone? And yeah. your thought was what, surveys? No. Um, well, we started brainstorming this. I mean, <laughs> I had like a kind of out there vision of um, using... No, all ideas are accepted, man. Yeah. I already talked about this. Um, kind of using like play-based sensory 
methods to get people to like use their hands and think back on memories and stuff. Um, I don't know that. I don't know. We can consider that. But I think you know, small roundtables where we have people answering prompts, using sticky notes, poster board, getting up, walking around, upvoting things. Just smaller group discussion might get people feeling more comfortable. Yep. But then, how do you collect all that data and synthesize it? I think there could be a couple ways. I think like during a report out, we could have someone scribing. Um, I think if we had you know sticky notes with people's votes or dot votes or something, we should take all that and like document mm -hmm. it later on the back end. We could have someone like my role mm -hmm. could be, for example, I'm just in the back of the room taking notes on the conversation. So I think there could definitely be. Yeah. So the other approach that I've seen, if it's a large group, is that you may want more members of the team being table facilitators. Mm -hmm and then rolling yeah. it up yeah. towards the end of the meeting. Yeah, that's a good idea. If you have three or four of us there, we can go around, circulate to the different tables, and mm -hmm. you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Good idea, yeah. But I also do think that it would be important for the survey group to finish the survey mm -hmm. so that we can then have that hyperlink to hand out to people. Yes. So that those sitting yeah. in the audience that are dying to say something but scared to death to do so Absolutely. can go home and log into that survey and give us all the feedback they want without, yeah. you know, with, with a relative degree of anonymity. And some of it's going to need to be paper. And mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll take the first thing. lead in yeah. trying to get it into the mm -hmm. database. I may need help, but we're going to need to offer paper. Mm -hmm. Based on what I heard on some of the other things that we've done in town. We'll do both, right? We'll do paper, we'll do links, we'll do QR codes. I talked to uh, Louis Jutras, the IT uh, director, and he says that he can create QR codes for surveys and survey links. So as soon as we know what we want the survey to be, we can get that stuff to him and I think the he can create that stuff. Absolutely free yeah, when I see a QR code. <laughs> so we will give it to them. But, well, we, they just need to know that this is exactly the same thing as the QR codes. They don't think it's something yeah. crazy. Yeah, okay. All right, so anything else from uh, public agent? There was one other question that, that had to do with the, the dates that we've been given from the board, uh, and whether those were hard and firm, or whether I don't think they're hard and firm. I mean, I I think we have a goal, right, of, of trying to put something together over the summertime mm. for some something deliverable in the fall. But I mean, I've talked to some of board members about it. They understand that we got a late start, first of all, um, and that it's a lot of work to get this engagement done and, mm -hmm. and get a, you know get some type of deliverable. To them, so. Okay with that. You alright? Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. just thought I had June in my head, so that's why yeah, I was no. like working. Yeah, we were trying to think yeah, of it. I the think original charge probably. It was. It, it was. But so I was think. Is that a stretch goal, or is that we'll just do something different? What? The June date is that a stretch goal at this point? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I see us kind of ending the engagement process around that time, and then working on, you know, what we're going to actually deliver over the summer. Okay. Is that something that? Like, I just don't know how this works. Do, does that need to be approved by the select board? No. Or, okay. No, I'm, no. It's in have enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that timing may be good as well because once the summer rolls around, people going away. So if we get everything, all well, the data gathering yeah, done right. by the end of school, yeah. you know, that should, should work well. Yeah, you roll up your sleeves and start writing up right. the results. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. And then, okay, let's go to the, you good with the public agent group? All set? Peter, you you're still there? You good? I am. Thank you. Okay, just making sure. I didn't hear any breathing on the other one. Oh, so I wanted to make sure. <laughs> is it 
can, would you be able to send us links to the, the Google Docs mm -hmm. so we can start to see what you have? Yeah. Great. Do you want to just make that link, the Google Doc for the group? The entire committee as opposed to just the public agency? Yeah, we could make a tab for each modality. So, because I imagine some of the folks we would want to outreach to for engagement are the same key informant interviewees yeah. and groups yeah. to disseminate the survey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I can share it. It's a um, spreadsheet. Yeah, and we can just keep. There's only one, two, three, four, five columns now, but I imagine we'll keep adding like date outreach to yeah. status. Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a if you want to share it, you want me to throw it into the minutes as a link, yeah. however you want to do it. Okay. Fine. Okay. Um, I can send you the link. Perfect. It's public. Okay. Okay. I don't know what you guys just said, but it's not work. All right, um, key informant. So on the key informant group, I have Bill, Jean, Mary, and Ed. So, anybody want to talk on behalf of the key informant group? You already did a lot of prep. Well, we had, <laughs> we had some email bumps, and I wasn't sure who was on the group, so okay. I apologize for that. No but I did um, start some group meetings, so I did identify groups that we want to meet. So I probably stepped on your toes there. Uh, I'll share what I have and yeah. whatever. Yeah. On the sort of one-on-one -on -one department heads, I let I spent some time going through the various departments within our town uh, and was looking at meetings with the Food Pantry, Council on Aging, Veteran Services, Parks and Rec, Affordable Housing, um, I said veterans, I'm sorry, aging, cultural council, playground recreation, school committee, trustees of the library. And just now, some people, they may not care, but we give an opportunity to say, look, let's just go talk with them and see what they think. They don't have any ideas, yeah. fine, thanks for your time. But at least they'll have an opportunity to share their two cents on it. The other thing, I was talking with somebody about food pantry, and um, I guess, we had looked into using St. Gerard's for food pantry once before, and it sounds like there may be some structural changes that need to happen. So when whoever meets with the food pantry, let's see if we can pull that data out as well, because it would be great to say, if we're gonna do this, these are some things that we're gonna to have to have done, you know, refrigeration or whatever it is, um, so we can scull that out a little bit. So you should, so those are all good, well, great selections by the way, there's probably a lot more we to think about. I was going to say, probably a lot of overlap with what you have in your mm -hmm. spreadsheet. Yeah. So. Well, you have the but again, leadership the versus patrons yeah. is part of the Right, right. I think you're going to be, there. you're going to be dealing with the people who lead those, those right. groups and right. organizations. So, do you um, envision that, this group as kind of dividing and conquering? In, in, in um, well, it's, I guess it's going to depend upon how much work we have. Because I think you guys with the large groups are going to need more manpower or people power then we will. Um, you know, I'm retired, so I can go and meet with a number of people. Um, so I would say, we'll see what they need first for support, and then whoever else is available, ask them to get involved on these one-on-one -on -one meetings or two-on-one -on -one meetings. Right. And keep in mind, I mean, we've got several months. Oh, sure. So if you did two yeah. or three a I mean, month. I'm just thinking, you know, Gene's at the town hall. Mm -hmm. So it would be easy for him to go floor to floor. Knock, don't knock on my door. Hi, can I ask you? Us. Can I talk to you for five minutes? Like, mm -hmm. He could probably bang out quite a few interviews. Do you think that you all will come up with a standard like interview oh, yeah. Yeah. questionnaire? Can you have a Zoom meeting or something for us? So well, we just I already took a stab at some of the 
on the communication sh sheet that I sent out. Yeah. No. Some standard messaging. Let me find it. Come back here. You Getting back to what Amanda said earlier, though, about creating those open-ended questions, which forces the person we're right. talking to to do most of the talking, yeah. is probably the way we want to go, so that we're mm -hmm. sort of structuring the conversation, but then let them do it. What I did, and this was just sort of the talking points that would probably you use at your meetings. Um, hi, everybody. We're at the reuse committee. Um, this is what we're trying to do. Yeah, da 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 da. Okay. But I think specific questions is something that would be an action item. Um, and given that there's overlap between communications and this group, you know, I think communications can take <coughs> come up with some standard questions. I think that will tie to surveys. And when we talk about the survey, we could probably come back to that. Okay. I'll, I'll go back to Sal's point that he made in one of the initial meetings when he was talking about all ideas are encouraged. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, there are no bad ideas. So I oh, guess they're probably some bad. Oh, they're right. <laughs> we just want to hear them. We, we just want to acknowledge that they're bad. Um, so you know, we, I think we have to be cognizant of that goal, right? Mm -hmm. When we create these kind of scripts, like how do we make sure we create it so that we're not guiding people down mm -hmm. any path? And we we really yeah, want to yeah. leave it really open. Yep. You know, you want to you want to hear all the ideas and, and the concerns. Hmm. When we talk about best, well, we just come back to that concerns because. Just from Scuttlebutt. You've heard Scuttlebutt already? Yes. <laughs> Funny when, you're, when your name is publicized. on the property. Now, what we find is people saying, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. But we want these meetings to be great. You know, you'll certainly have a vote at the town meeting, but the focus of the meeting is on what we do want. You also want to tease out what the concerns are. I think you need to kind are. of see what people want and what they don't want. Yeah. I think, because then you can... If there's a like a massive wave of what we don't want throughout the whole town, then that's a legit as legit as the ones that they want. Yeah. So I think we, we kind of put up keep it simple okay. and just say, what do you want? What do you think? What, what's a good idea? What might not be a great idea? Yeah. And okay. it might be as simple as I already had somebody at Ridge say, well, they better not screw up the parking like St. Gerard used to. I don't want to call these cars on Ridge Hill Road. It may be that simple, but we got to okay. we got to document what this stuff is. All right. So that, I think as this stuff goes, though, we have a natural follow-up question every time somebody gives us an answer. Yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. I want this. Why? I don't want this. Great point. Why? Or I mean, how do you think that could be solved? Yeah. yeah I mean, how's them to get the into is, their own solution? There's a lot of people that have knee-jerk reactions to things. Like, mm -hmm. for example, when, when the board put the water filtration system mm -hmm. um, buildings in, in town, the number of people that didn't want them because it was going to do this, 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 and we heard this laundry list, well, we addressed all of those things. And I've had people, I've been off the board now for what? How long have I been off the board? Five years now, something like that? Jeez. And I still have people saying, we beat you, we didn't put those in. I said, well, they're there. <laughs> they're there. It's not the problem you thought it was going to be. So knowing what the objections are and why they are an objection. I mean, if it's just emotional, then it's yeah. just emotional. But if we can figure out why there's an objection, it may not be something we as a town can overcome. But maybe it is something we can overcome. No, that's a great point. Well, let me just say one thing about communications. You know, there's no pride in ownership. So when I put this stuff on the shared drive, this is, you know, open to comments, suggestions, recommendations, and so on. So, you know, I really encourage people to add their own thoughts around communication so that we come up with a script that we're all feeling good about. And that's one change that I will make, is to put into these things that we don't want to hear about. Okay? Sure. So, again, I would view that as sort of developing those talking points 
and maybe these uh, series of questions that we would ask in these um, department head meetings. Okay? Yep. All right, so those are my action items. Okay. Um, surveys. So I will, I will, since you are solo, I will jump into the survey group with you. I think it makes sense too because I have um, Lou Jutris right across the hall from me. So it'd be easy for him and I to, to get together to do the technological side of surveys, you know, okay. creating the links and QR codes and paper surveys and those things. So, Well, just a couple of thoughts on that. Um, we do a survey. I was thinking it might almost require two surveys. I know. First being sort of very open, free text. What would you like to see, you know, in that area? Okay. Once we've gotten a lot of feedback, we're going to probably cull it into eight to ten items. Maybe a second survey going out to people, asking them to indicate what's most important and least important to them. So that not only can we say, you know, these are ideas that we got from people, but also when we go to the selectmen and say these seem to be of greater interest yeah. to the people than others. It's interesting. I was talking about that with Lewis last week, and we thought that at some point after we got this initial kind of dump of, of data, you know, get all these ideas, that this group would kind of whittle that down, and then you'd do another survey with a drop-down box and say, here are the, mm -hmm. the 10 things, and mm -hmm. now it's a drop-down as opposed to a free-flowing, right. you know, mm -hmm. open. So you're just trying to narrow that down as you go okay. along. Did you, did you do, do, do surveys with... Um, the um, Thomas Mark. Oh, um, public engagement surveys? Yeah. No, no, we did surveys, vendors, community table, special events. Um, How were those surveys structured? Were they Google form. I'm sorry? Google form. No, no, I meant were they an open question that people wrote free text? Mixed methods, so some qualitative, some quantitative, okay. um, just depending on the type of data <coughs> you're looking for. Yeah. Which I think would make right. sense here. Probably more open-ended, but um, okay. Yeah. So the open-ended is going to require some power to go through those and quantify that data. So let's just say we had a, an end date of June first to gather data. If we let's just say by April first we finished the free form, okay. And then we've got some time to go through that, consolidate, and then develop the second survey with the drop-down box. And maybe that goes out May 1st to June 1st. Just throw the dates around, but I mean, does that seem to make sense? Oh. Okay. I guess the only consideration, I hadn't even considered that idea. I think it's an interesting one with the follow-up survey. It might be for us to just be aware of like the numbers of people reaching through each method because if, for example, the survey outreach tends to be a small number, but we were able to reach like significantly more with other methods and we're sort of like relying on that final survey to widow down, whittle down, whatever, um, the list, like we may be missing a large group of people. 
You mean the large people who attended meetings or? Or were interviewees or like just all the different yeah. ways. Because we'll I think the response rate on the surveys is typically pretty low. It is. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to figure out a way to incorporate that data into the second survey. Right, but like if that second survey is like really helping us call down our top recommendations and the, the sample size of people who respond to that second survey doesn't accurately reflect everyone who's been engaged in all the methods, okay. then we're kind of, it's not right. representative. Are you saying they don't have the opportunity to for that free form? Part of the survey, um, like we're we'll, we'll narrowing no, it down. I understand what you're saying. So you're saying yeah, we might get 50 people in a meeting who voice all kinds of opinions. Maybe 20 of them send a survey in. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe out of that group, 10 respond to the whittled down mm -hmm. version. You can't base your decision yeah. just on those 10 people. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think I that prefer we look at like bigger numbers though. We reach twenty five hundred people. <laughs> yes. And then we get you know. I think we keep this simple too. Yeah. Well, I, the whole I think process simpler. It's well, much it's, easier. Surveys that, right? should be hopefully they're short. Um, yeah. Simple, right? Five minutes of your time. Very short, very concise, but, and very clear. And the challenge will be how do we incorporate both sets of data that we gather through the meetings, well, through the interviews as well. So we'll have to sort that out, and then. Maybe just on the enthusiasm of the, of the participants of the meetings, we can identify where the real strong hot points were, and we may not need the follow-up survey. I think you'd be able to do that, yeah, because if mm -hmm. we, for example, look at the data from the workshops and we even get sample sizes, like 100 people really, truly voiced this, or even if they didn't say like specifically we want a community center, but they said we need more recreation opportunities. Like we could file that in that, and mm. we could all merge kind of our 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 ends, yeah, and like yeah. that may be how it's right. Yeah. Okay, but I think it's a good idea to be open ended now. Yeah, <laughs> because if we turn out that that we have these ten ideas that we really think are the the ten that are worthy of final presentation after mm -hmm. we've distilled all this information, the idea of maybe a follow up survey of saying if this were to happen. What would your concerns be? What would some things you'd like to see, amenity? And then we start kind of getting some secondary feedback. But I think to your point, which is a great point, is if we do have, and I'm going to use 2,500 people attend I love you, Robert, our, Mr. our community meetings. Well, you're not going to have to always get them by the answer eventually. Um, but if we get a bunch of them and we do only get you know 100 responses, then obviously we need to temper. We can't make a presentation that says, well, the final survey said this because it wasn't representative right. of our process. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good information. It'll help us mm -hmm. be aware of some additional points because there's going to be points out there that despite all of us coming from very different backgrounds and with very different angles at, at the same objective, somebody out there has got a different perspective that we're not thinking of. Right. And Great. We should well, welcome Thinking them. about how you these group meetings, you mentioned something about <coughs> breaking them into smaller groups. And... You know, sometimes, you know, in business, you'd have a small group meeting, you'd have a flip chart, you'd write the ideas down, and then maybe ask people to rank them. If we can capture that data, mm -hmm. then that, from a grassroots approach, is also telling us what, what the ideas are and what's more important than some of the others. Mm -hmm. So, not to tell you how to do your meeting, just mm -hmm. an idea, because yeah. again, we want to figure out how yeah. to weigh the, that data. That gets back to what we were talking about before. If you do auditorium style, you're only going to get a small group of people that are going to comment. If you do round tables with facilitators, you're going to get more data. Yeah. And then you're able to then collate that up. Right. Yeah. But we're going to have to do both. Yeah. 
because if we do reach out to, mm -hmm. for example, you know, Civic Association A, and they have you know eighty members, and they do a monthly dinner meeting on a Wednesday, mm -hmm. and you know that they expect fifty people to show up, they're not going to give us the ability to break everybody into tables and take ninety minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. We're going to get five minutes. We're going to be able to introduce what this committee as a whole is doing, and we're going to be able to solicit some preliminary kind of thirty thousand foot questions from them. But then that might be where we create awareness, making them aware that we're going to follow community meetings where we'll have workshops, give them, drive them to the extent we can to the survey when the survey is ready to be uh, disseminated, and try to then just create an awareness so we can kind of get the juices flowing. And then we get out there with the press, we get out there with local cable, we get out with the newspapers and the websites and Facebook and so forth, and try to drive them towards yeah. more participants more well, participation. I think by the time you're we're ready to start meetings, we start, should have the survey ready. Yeah. So that can happen simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the other thought might be, in the, in the one that you bring up, you're going to get 15 minutes. Uh, maybe we give out paper copies as well as direct people. Say, look, the survey's online. Great if you can fill out. If you don't feel like filling it out, you want to do it now. Here's a copy and just leave it with us. Yeah. And we can also maybe we can work something out with the paper copies. We could have drop boxes around town, drop it off at the library, at the payment box at town hall, at mm -hmm. the senior center. You know, I mean, okay. th there may be options. I don't want to burden any of the departments. No, it's a good but idea. There may be options where they could physically deposit it or mail it, so that they don't have to like sit there and like crunch it down that second because they want to yeah. think about it. Yeah. But for those that don't want to log in, the only the only concern I have, and I just throw this out, is that if they don't do it then and there, they may not do it. So it's kind of you got a captured audience. It's a catch twenty gets. Yeah, yeah, either way. So okay, they give them the option. Yeah. They have to, they have to, if they That's want to do a thing great if they want to okay. check it The one thing that I would be mildly concerned with is trying to put like artificial deadlines on people. Yeah. Because this is pretty important. And and I'm not <coughs> suggesting that I'm inflating my own ego for our involvement in this, but the community is gonna look at this property and say if we spend X number of dollars to do X function there mm -hmm. for X period of time then it's an investment that's not going to be undone a year later if we change our minds. So the idea that somebody wants to go home and think about it and maybe talk to a spouse or something or talk to their kids about, you know, well, what's going on with this and what if it was over here type of thing. Right. Give them the opportunity to really give it some, some deeper thought and participate. Again, that's the idea. If we could get, you know, 5,000 business cards printed up that literally have the survey address, that have the website, the website links them to the mm -hmm. survey. If we have an email address, they want to submit ideas and stuff. Just hand them out like you know, Halloween candy, or like a politician campaigning with his brochure. That made me think of two other things. One we talked about, and one that's just coming to mind now. Um, I was also I finished this book with the out there idea, um, and one of the things was like attending pop up events, so we could go to sporting events or other events where we know people will already be gathering and like have the surveys, have the code, have like one question that we just ask people as they pass by the table. And that would let us reach a lot of people who we may not otherwise reach. Um, and then the second idea, I really like the idea of youth engagement and youth voice. And like, could we train a couple of high school students to like collect data from their peers? Just like give them two questions, have them have a way to document it and like share it back with us. I don't know if that's. I think cool. that's absolutely a great idea mm -hmm. because. Particularly seniors need community, uh, yeah. community service hours. Yeah. They all do. So they all do, right? Not yeah. just seniors. So yeah, every year it expires. High school kids, yeah. yeah, community service hours. I think that we could definitely work through 
the high school to it probably set has something student councils at the, the yeah. middle yeah. school has council. student yeah. councils, National Honor Society, National Charity League. I mean, there's a bunch of groups that could take ownership of this yeah. to assist us with the 18 and under crowd. So yeah, yeah, the young adult librarian as well. Yeah, um, I did have an opportunity to run into Mike Mahan. I told him that we probably want to do a meeting with youth groups. Um, not only the CYO and that, but open it up to high school kids and so on. Thought it was a great idea. So um, we'll just kind of add that maybe to the list. Yeah, he's got a pretty active group. Yeah, they do the outreach a lot. So he, mm -hmm. uh, I think he, he was also on uh, CASA with me, and he was always able to bring a group of uh, youth to the to the meetings to you know. Mm -hmm. Get input. We can ask questions. So he's he's a good resource for that as well. And the high school has a group called the Character Crew, who has, has been very involved in community events too. Like, who could be Great. useful with this as well. So you might want to. Um, you might have to make a list, Amanda. Another list oh. of have, youth groups that we could. I know, and we have you know. engaged some of them through the market, like the Student Wellness Advisory Group, the Character Crew, the World Languages Committee. Um, and there's like so many clubs that was something I, I was floored by. So, yeah, figuring out who the best ones are. Well, maybe maybe it's a matter of selecting a group or a club, and the, and, and letting them go. I mean, you know, I don't think you're gonna contact every individual club. You're gonna you're gonna pick one and say, do you want to work yeah. on this project, right? Yeah. I don't know the Mike person. I would. I've only engaged with. Um, it was Ryan Gordy now, Adam Hughes, hmm. Derek, and Steve. I don't think Steve would be as involved in this piece, but um, is, I, so I don't know. Mike is mostly through the um, St. Gerard, St. Gerard. Oh, yeah. Okay. He ran the um, youth ministry kids for some kids. Kids and all that stuff. And oh, gotcha. There's like a hundred kids there. Okay. That'll be sure. an experience for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, though, yeah, once we start sharing some of these documents, we'll be able to get all of this stuff. Um, Summarized, and then we might, you know, decide not to do it. But at least, because I think we're, we're jumping into the how we're going to do it. And we still should be focused on what we're going to do. Uh, but you're right. Then we can engage, you know, students and things like that to assist in some of this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do you know Rosie at the library? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about coming up with some timelines for these groups, some benchmarks? Like, when do we want to have a survey? When do we want to schedule you know, a presentation or create a presentation. Uh, I would like to develop a, like a workflow, like a calendar, like, just to keep us on task and on track. Yeah. We need, we need a, like a little uh, a language before we can even go meet anybody. Right. right. So mm -hmm. we need that first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. script or whatever you're going to put together. So we all right. say the same thing at the same time, and then it just kind of goes from there. But That's something that you and I you know, work on. Sure. If I may, that was one of the two points that we had for new business, was we had a concern about timing. Because we would like to try to engage these community groups sooner rather than later. Okay. However, if we don't, with no disrespect to any mm -hmm. other committees and work groups and so forth, but if we, we won't have, drag it down. For example, if we don't have a survey, we really are apprehensive about going out because yeah. we don't have the script of questions. We don't have something that we can put in their hands to ask them to participate. And it's almost like we'd have to then reach back up to some of these groups second time. So then the question is, is at what point can we start trying to get on some of these groups' calendars? If Is that mid-January? Is it 1st of February? Well, do you think we need to finalize who we're going to meet with before we start to figure out? I think when? a lot of this has to go in parallel. 
Yeah. But I think mm -hmm. the survey has to be worked on immediately. The, right. the, the template of a script needs to be worked on immediately. Mm -hmm. And then with those two data points, for our subcommittee in particular, then we can take the template and we can right. kind of make it our own and we can reach out to these groups. And you know everybody will be sharing the, the Google right. Drive. So if anybody says, "Oh, I definitely think we should not involve that group for some reason," well, we can have a discussion. Or, "Hey, here's a third, the thirty seventh group you might want to add to your list. Mm -hmm. Great, add it to the list." Um, so I think as far as that goes, that's happening okay. in parallel. I agree. But I think the other thing is, is that we, if if we don't have an expectation of when mm -hmm. certain components are going to be in our hands to then use as a tool to do our meetings, it makes scheduling our meetings more challenging. Which then gets us back to the earlier conversation of uh, a deadline or artificial deadline, because right. if we're not going to be able to start scheduling meetings till February, because we're finalizing all of our internal process and language in January, then by the time we're able to get those results, and if you're talking about identifying 30 groups, 40 groups, that's going to take right. you know quite a bit, three months. <laughs> well, I think you know I can commit to saying that we'd have drafts of the survey and the communications piece uh, in two weeks. And put them up to Google Docs. I agree. And then I think, can we communicate? When we update Google Docs, is there a way to let everybody know it's that there's live. something you've been adding? It's live in time. Oh, oh, oh. You can tag everyone in a comment okay. and just say, FYI, new content. Okay. Um, I, th I think we need to be very, very careful about any type of communication through these electronic mediums as far as if the entire committee is on it because of the open meeting law. Yeah, correct. We, we as a subcommittee can communicate on our own without, because we're not the majority of the greater committee. Right. But when, how many we have, 11? Mm -hmm. So if six of us are involved in an email exchange and people are commenting, that's a violation of the open meeting law as I read it. But we're not voting so on anything. We it, just, it, doesn't it doesn't matter if you vote. You, if you're offering yeah. an opinion that's starting to steer in a direction, that's starting to, to finalize language, a script, a, a, okay. a, a survey, and theoretically, there should be people that are allowed to sit in this room and listen to what we're saying. Mm -hmm. And if they feel strongly enough, interrupt the chairman and ask the chairman if they can comment. And that may have an influence on us. But if we're doing this electronically, then the greater public doesn't have the opportunity. Now, obviously, the greater public right. chose to rely on Tim tonight. And Tim is a very honorable and trustworthy guy. So he's, he's getting the word out to everybody. Don't forget the pen left. But I, I, I would I would suggest, though, respectfully. Yeah, no, 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 no right. that's a good point. We're very, we're very careful that there's a difference between, hey, everybody, there's been an update to a, a, a document, or what do you think of this? Should we do this? And then you start getting into questions, or mm -hmm. even it, it's the subtleties of it, it really is where we start dancing in the gray. Yeah. Well, I, let me I, ask your thoughts on how we'd handle it. I mean, in my, in my scenario, if I did a draft of the survey and put it on Google Docs, I'd love for everybody to know that it's there so that they take a look at it and say, yeah, this looks good, or no, I'd make these changes. How do you think, given the parameters that you just defined, as how long do you, you don't, be way to do as it? As long as you, you don't do that. You, can't, you, you just can't reply all. I can, I can communicate with Sal individually, but I can't reply all so everybody can see what I'm saying to them because that's essentially a meeting. So if I put the survey up, mm -hmm. then, then we would discuss it at the next meeting. Would we'd we all come, come with our edits? Yeah, we'd all come, and we that would be an agenda item. The first okay. half an hour of the meeting would be yeah. discussion on right. finalizing the thing. The yeah. So the how thing. do people know that this that that document is up there? No, the notifications. You could send it. Yeah, you could say you could I, send an email to everyone, or ask the chairman, vice chairman, or, or whomever to send an email out to everybody that says, 
letting everyone know that this has been updated. Okay. It's informational, yeah. it's not yeah. narrative. Got it. Okay. In this meeting you say it's going to be in there by bang so that they can go look for it for the next meeting on the 4th. Okay. And It'll be in there by bang, those <laughs> two items. And just, just for a process, I really would like to see if we're going to send things out or notify members. I would like to see go through Bill. Okay. So we can have one point of contact, so we're, you know, we're not all over the place with communication. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. Ready so, to have a hub. Yeah. yeah. All right. So in my example, then, just to be clear, I would update or put the survey on Google Docs and then email Bill and say, hey, Bill, this is up there. Send, yeah, and then, Bill, then Bill has, you know, once a week or something, he has a, a distribution mm -hmm. to all of us. Here's the following updates in Great. preparation for the agenda of such and such a date. Okay. Again, I'm not trying to be bureaucrat. No, no, no. Anyone who knows me well knows I hate the bureaucracy. No, but you're right. Yeah, no, so but that's, you know, that's where we're going to do it. So anyway, going back to the commitment, we'll have drafts on um, kind of the uh, talking points uh, for the, the group meeting. Um, oh, no, excuse me. We will have the questions that we will ask the individuals, and we'll have drafts of the surveys. By next, by next meeting. So you want to have key informant interview questions? Yes. And surveys for next week. For um, next meeting. What about for the public engagement? Do we want to? I think I think if, if that is the survey enough. If that subcommittee could also put together a template, if if I may, um, could put together a template of a script, then at least we all have the same outline, the same baseline that we're using in our conversation. We can then. Customize and say, hey, yeah. you know, we heard the, you know, every other club is meeting on such such a date. We customize the message a little bit to them, but we're making sure we stay on the core. So and we give you the outreach email language like, yeah, for when we exactly, yeah. And then when we get out there, if, yeah. if there is a desire amongst the group to not say, well, we're thinking of this. No, we don't want to do that. We want to be, what do you want, and leave it open ended. So if there's a generic message that we want mm -hmm. to make sure that in each of these different avenues and methods that we're following mm -hmm. is consistent, then let us know. Okay. And you know, again, we can tweak it and make it comfortable for us in the presentation that we're making to a particular group. Mm -hmm. But at least then we have a, a core consistency yeah. of what the message is. So those would be more or less talking points. You're, you're, already, you're almost there. I almost there, started. so I can just make some edits based on tonight. Yeah. And then you guys, and, you know, you give us feedback that we would. Okay, good. So we can commit to all three then. Um, That'd be great. So in two weeks, so we could all come together and then basically have final comments and then vote that we're all in agreement with X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, and then maybe. the subcommittees go back out and use those as arrows in the closing. Okay. Okay, and so I would also say that any, like, members of the various committees, like the key informant interview of Gene or Mary or, um, or Bill, have questions they'd like, that they have ideas about to include. Yeah, please send them to me. To you. But you already... Put a list together. I've started the talking points, but that's to different. The key informant people, the people that I have a list, like a department head, right? Which I'm going to, you know, put on the thing. But uh, what we're focusing on is the question. I mean, we'll right. probably add and delete from that list. Yeah, right. But I'm not going to focus on that now. So if you guys have specific questions or anybody, please email them to me, so that when we meet in two weeks, we'll have a start of the list of questions we want to ask people, or key department heads. So we want to have that for the next meeting. Yep. And so let's fast forward again. The meeting after that would be January 18th. Right. Do you think we can have this finalized by then so that you can start scheduling interviews or in, uh, presentations? 
Well, we can start scheduling, but we'd, we'd like to have outreach language to make the points of contact, at least for the consistency. And then we can start scheduling. If, if we're told you're going to have the following tools by such and such a date, then basically we can say, all right, we're going to start on February 1st. Yeah. And then we can just start getting on everybody's calendar on February 1st. Okay. But again, I mean, if we're identifying 30 different groups, we're not going to be able to do one a night. It's going to be, you know, a couple right. of weeks, maybe. Right. So this is going to take, and that gets us to the second point of our new business. The, the mining, and respectfully, the mining of this information, if we're successful, and I am choosing to say we're going to reach thousands of people, is going to take us more than a few months. Just mining raw data. And then distilling that data and taking you know the water sewage treatment plant and the nuclear waste repository and the you know rocket launch facility and all these ideas and trying to do some degree of vetting of, of whether they're viable or not and how much interest is there is it just a single suggestion that was made or you know is this pervasive that we had X number of similar suggestions that's going to take us another few months so to your point I think it's important that we do have interim deadlines that we set for ourselves. I think it's important that periodically we update the board so that they see that there is progress. It's not, okay, yeah, give us a year, and then you know, 11 months from now, it's all running around trying to get it done. Let's mm -hmm. show them that you know, every three months, here's where we're at, here's what we're doing, and here's where yeah. we think the next three months are gonna be. And if we can get this done in six months, great. If it's nine, if it's 12, if it's 15, at any point, they can pull the plug and say, we're gonna take what you have, and we're gonna just take it on our own. But you know, I think we should be planning on trying to get this as close to a final product as possible, but I don't think we should shortcut the, the process right. because like so many things in town, I mean, this is the kind of thing, it's, if I may, this is a cruise ship. It's not a speedboat. If it's an individual, one person in a boat, you can turn that wheel and you can change direction in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. The idea of a government making these types of moves, it's, a, it's trying to change direction in a cruise ship. It's mm -hmm. gonna take a long time to change that direction. And I think justifiably, it's going to take a long time to change it back. Mm -hmm. So that way, people aren't making knee-jerk decisions. So we need to be able to give them right. as much yeah. data as possible to make as an informed decision as they, they choose to do. I think to that point, too, if we get additional resources, say, from the school, then we can start tabulating data. So if we start meetings in February, we should be able to start tabulating data late February, early March, because we're going to get the feedback from the roundtables and so on. Let's not wait till the last minute. No, it'll be an iterative process. It, yeah. It doesn't have to wait till the last minute to start going through the mail, so to speak. Right, exactly. And I think, again, uh, we could probably get some help from the high school kids. Um, we might get some help from seniors or the veterans. I mean, who knows? There, there might be community groups right. that are like, hey, we'll give you a, you know, a Saturday. Well, I think that's going to, uh, Charlie, that's going to fall under us because we're working on survey. So we'll have to figure out how we're going to tabulate it. Right. And give that some thought, too. Okay. Okay, so draft communications by the 4th and finalized by the 18th. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Okay. So we can hit the ground running. The 4th? Is that our next meeting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Two weeks. Did you just, did you just overcommit us? <laughs> no, I think we've got a good start. It's not like it's a busy week. You're going to have two Mondays in a row No, I mean, when you think about, seriously, when you think about the surveys that we're going to be presenting, yeah. They, they, they can't be complex involved Absolutely. and, you no. know, 20 questions. It's five open questions, open-ended. We should be able to knock this <coughs> Yeah, I, I think it's, we've already got some ideas, so that yeah. will take long. Yeah. Uh, and so, the, yeah. It, uh, the IT department, again, talked to Lewis about the surveys. 
you know, he can create a survey instrument that will take it, you know, pull the data out, generate a report for us. So all that stuff will be, you know, pretty easy, I think, for us to accomplish. Quick question. There's the, in terms of the surveys and meetings and groups, et cetera, uh, is there a place for, you know, you to walk next door to your neighbor to, to ask the neighbor, what do you, do you want to take this survey? Oh, I mean, it certainly is, is possible. We didn't talk at all about communication channels, but... What do you mean? Just like approaching yeah. individual people? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's right. what, it, you know, if we get the card printed up that has the survey link and a yeah. QR code on it, here you go. Will you take the survey for me? Sure. On your phone? Or you tear a piece of paper. Okay. I mean, the, phone, the, the link or the QR code would be better because that'll just, you know, go directly to the database. Whereas if you give a paper, you're going to have to get it back at some point. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, good. So we got some. We got some dates. I think we have some strategy. Um, if anyone does have anything else on work groups, I'll go on to the next item on the agenda. You guys, everybody, good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, website development. Uh, we're still working with uh, IT to develop the website. I think we're pretty close to livening that link. <clears throat> yeah, we had um, shown the members at the last committee the website prototype which was not live. We went through the links, the photos, etc. Um, and just from feedback that I heard, I think most folks were pleased that we had some enhancements we recommended that were in the minutes. But um, yep. other than that, I thought we were pretty close. Okay. So why don't, I, why don't I take that on next week as well is try to incorporate some of the suggestions from the last meeting. And I'll try to get that link live for our next meeting. I mean, so can we go public with it when it's when the link is live? Oh sure. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. If we had a survey to put on, it'd be even better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking people are asking, so. Oh yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Definitely get inquiries about what, what we're doing, how are things going. Mm -hmm. Where do we land? You know, along the topic of website development, where do we land on social media, Facebook? Were um, we going to just do everything Canton type of thing, or how was that? What was that plan? There's some of the suggestions that I had for overall communication strategy. I'm sorry, I lost my glasses here. Um, I wanted to ask if the town has any sort of uh, what they used to call listserv or email lists of residents that we could use to blast an email out to them. That's a good question. I okay. Answer, but I'll find out. Right. And then we obviously have um, utilizing the Canton Citizen. Sal, you mentioned something about a sign in front of St. Gerard's. Everything Canton is a very uh, vibrant Facebook page. There's a Canton Bulletin Board, which is another Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, then I thought, you know, putting posters and, and signs in all of the public service locations, such as the food pantry, veterans, senior center, library, any, every where people generally come in, um, and that's sort of where I stopped. So this is again, we put this up on that site and get feedback and add to that list because I'm sure there's other ideas that I didn't think about. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. So I think I think going forward, we'll we'll start to hone in on that after we get our our tools developed, mm -hmm. and that's how we'll start working on that. As far as Facebook, we talked about in previous meetings using the Town of Canton's Facebook page, and that yeah. I would then share it. To all the usual suspects in town on the other Facebook pages. Okay, makes sense. All right. Uh, can you go over? Say that again. 
We were going to use the town's Facebook page right. to do the whatever we wanted to put out from a Facebook perspective. Right. But because not everybody looks at that, we would then I would then share it so everything can. I would just start sharing it across okay. all the other Facebook pages that people look at in town. So would you put some sort of headline or something so when you post it on everything Canton would be something to kind of catch people's eye? It would be the actual post that was Matana Canton. So it would so show the town of Canton post. Okay. As is, which is what I okay. share the stuff from the library as well as stuff I already do, and I tend to get comments back. Oh, great. Okay. Likes and things. Great. I think the only other thing I'd add is, like you mentioned, the usual suspects. It would be great to also consider, like, the not usual suspects. So, like, yeah. I know for the farmer's market, there's a girl um, who is anonymous um, who has, like, a good following. She posts social things she does around town, and that's starting to grow. And, like, again, if the youth could spread the word, so maybe just considering other people who have a good following who aren't like necessarily tied to a municipal or mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean, we can put a list together as to this is who we're going to share to and if people mm -hmm. know yeah. of others of course the other thing is you need to be part of that group to share so that individual you're talking about mm -hmm. if i'm not linked to that person i can't share it but mm -hmm. if you want to pass it on because mm -hmm. you're part of that then by all means go ahead and do that okay so um the file sharing format we pretty much discussed. We're, we're, you know, we're going to use Google Docs. We talked about the uh, open meeting law implications of that. So I think we're good there. So should we make a folder that we can then house our documents under? Because right now, like I just made a, a spreadsheet that's a standalone document, but we could create if this is allowed, I don't know if it's allowed, like a, a folder mm -hmm. with the name of our committee and then for example each subgroup would have its own subfolder, we'd have a folder for meeting notes, agendas, yeah. um, yep. can you do that? build it out. Yeah. Okay, I suggest you have a folder for each of the three groups that we mentioned and then a folder for the meeting notes yeah. and then miscellaneous. Yep. Okay, great. Perfect. Charlie, um, I'm not trying to be wet blanket. But, but you're going to be. Whenever well, you start with that, you'll end up being a weapon. I, I just have this question that if, if a subcommittee is sharing information, that's a subcommittee, it's a minority of the overall committee, it's not the majority, it doesn't trigger the open meeting law. If the entire committee is accessing information, does that make those public documents that need to have some protocol that we develop that makes them accessible to the public? So my question is to the agendas. Yeah, I'm just thinking that do we, as we, as we create these documents, as we edit and revise these documents, do we periodically add them as an amendment or as a addendum, I should say, to our minutes, so that the public, in theory, sees the information that we're looking at that we're basing decisions and discussions upon. Well, it's a great question and. Yes, they could be attached to the minutes because that's the way we do it for the select board. It's mm -hmm. attached to the minutes. Uh, I'll be a wetter blanket, however, because you just um, triggered something that I was thinking about. This is a public committee. These records are public. If we're sharing them on Google Docs, the public doesn't have access to them. So if we had a freedom of information request, it would open. open the link. I mean, it can be a public link. Anyone with the link can either yeah. view or edit. You can select what permissions you want to give. Ooh, that I was going to say, you don't want to get permissions from the town to... Right, right, right. I just worry about if it's a FOIA request, I don't want your personal information to be opened up because it, you created the Google Docs. You know what it's I mean? It's just tied to my email address. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't understand the legalities of it. Um, 
Yeah, we uh, when I was on the board, and just to clarify or illustrate this or narrate this a little more, we the town gets sued all the time. I mean, th well, I mean, really, if you think about it, that doesn't happen anymore, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Change, change there's the always shape. somebody who has some concern or question or whatever it is. And the first thing that everybody does is they ask the select board for their emails. And I was one of the fools that didn't use town email. I used my own email. So I had to actually provide to town council like thousands and thousands from this date to this date of all my emails to prove that town council then was able to cull through them at whatever expense to figure out what was germane to the information request and what was not. Um, so segregating stuff for this committee is, is probably less of a risk, but just be aware that as we do this, that if somebody wants it, so the idea of every one of our emails copying a single person makes perfect sense because then when that request comes in, we say, look, they're all copied to so-and-so, so get a copy of so-and-so's and, -so's and then. But you're a personal email. That's right. That was my question to Lori the other day. So with that being the case, I think if we can if we can provide simply a hyperlink to folks to the Google file, and outsiders have the ability to view only, not edit, and then we have the ability to edit it, I think that suffices. Just in the minutes, just at the very bottom of the minutes every every two weeks, just say, as a reminder, our Google file is the following hyperlink, and somebody chooses to click it and scroll through all of it, have a blast. And we're not going to be doing anything to say. No, I know. It's not like anything. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's. I thought. I think that will work. And I. But I think the other issue is the fact that Bill is using his personal email to disseminate information. So it needs to come through town hall. Well, the workaround on that is if he if you CC me on everything, mm -hmm. if, if a freedom of information request comes in. Because I was CC'd on it, I have access to it, and it yeah. can come through me as opposed to, to him. That's the way we work around it with, with other committees. Yeah. So we have committee heads that don't have town emails, and they just make sure they CC the board or commission they're working for. So when the request comes in, it goes to the board or commission, not the person. Yeah. So that's what, when you send out That'll work. Mm -hmm. stuff, you got to CC me. Mm -hmm. And if we send things to Bill, we'll CC, CC me. Okay. So, so far, I think our subcommittee's been doing that. We've been CCing. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you don't need to respond to them all, but just nope. it's creating that mm -hmm. connection so that you've got a file. And on my own computer, it, my, I'm using my work email. Um, I've created a folder, so every time one of these comes in, I just dump it into this folder. So hopefully that segregation, if ever necessary, I could throw them all on a thumb drive, and yeah. then you could have them as records as yeah. well, okay. if, especially if I find one that didn't copy or something. Because I think for a while, we, some of the emails that I saw were copying your Fire chief. Yes, yes. <laughs> that one of uh, a thousand that <laughs> have get that. Yes, yes, yes. It yeah. pops up. Yeah. 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 No, that's fine. I, I I've been checking them both anyway, so I, I'll get to it eventually. I could see I that caught it and it. replaced you with the new one, but yes, the first couple were wrong. Thank you. All right, and then uh, next order of business is old business. I don't think we have any. We talked a lot of old business already. New business. You, did you cover? Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else for new business? Our second point, or our first point, because we covered our second point, I guess, already, was uh, a budget. So yes, I understand that that there is no budget for this committee. I understand that we have not been assigned a professional to bed with us to help us with the process. We are having access, of course, to a variety of people, but we don't have anything dedicated staff or anything. So the question is, 
from a comfort standpoint, and, and I understand this is more jocular than anything else, but when you have one of these meetings and stuff, people always seem to work better if they've got a snack. If you've got an urn of coffee out back, you've got a plate of cookies or donuts or something. Um, I, I'm confident that if we're not able to get something from a mitigation account or something, that we can find other avenues if we, if we chose. But my question then becomes, and, and I can't believe that I'm as bureaucratic in some of these comments as I have been. Do Could we it be need, background? Well, do we need to, well, you know, again, I, you touch the stove enough times, sooner or later, you, you don't feel it anymore. I know, you learn not to. Um, but do we need to, if, if the committee is okay with doing something, would the correct avenue be to start a quote-unquote campaign account filed with the town clerk's office so that if, for example, Anonymous donor X gave us two hundred dollars towards our efforts. That we document that we had two hundred dollars come in, and we have you know X number of receipts from refreshments and so forth. Then we showed exactly where the money went out and so forth to document the flow. So that if somebody at some point said, "Oh, you know, you got a, you know X amount of money from so and so because he wants to make sure that this happens at the property and it, it creates a, a perception of some kind of an influence," well, we've got it all documented. Here's where it came from and here's where it went. The other question is, if, for example, hypothetically, a member or members of this committee just chose to buy some coffee and donuts, so to speak, for a meeting, is that okay? I so, think that's okay. So, I mean, again, but from a process standpoint, I mean, it's, I'm, I know that it sounds like we're getting into minutia, but if we want this to be transparent, the last thing we want to do is have somebody say, well, geez, you know, so-and-so gave you five grand to do something. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't accept donations. I don't think accepting donations yeah. in any form is a good idea. Well, but we also have the question though, about like-kind. So, for example, if... Same difference. Well, Same difference. well, but if Duncan Brand said, you know, hey, if you want to have a meeting at our XYZ facility, you know, we'll put on this. Or if Bank of Canton let us use their conference room, we'll put on a spread for you. That's a like-kind donation, mm -hmm. so do we document that? I mean, it's... It's minutiae, but it's it's a Good question point. that might as well nip it while it's small. Yeah, I'll say a couple of things. I don't. I agree. I'm not a proponent of of, of accepting donations because that would entail setting up a gift account at the town level. The board of selectmen would have to accept that gift to make it legal, and then of course we would have access to it. And you could track it. So you could do it. I just don't know if we want if we want to get into that type of administrative, you know, requirement to do that. I like the idea of. Um, approaching the board and seeing if I can um, request a small amount of seed money for the committee because they, they have some discretionary funds that we funded other things for out of, as you know, in, in the past. And, and, and that would, if that were the case, that would be coming out of an existing, you know, account that would be tracked, audited, all that, you know, all that stuff would need to happen to, in case there was ever any questions. So let me try that first. Well, isn't the logical question how much money are you talking about? If you came to me for money, it's the first thing I'd ask. So would well, it make sense for you guys to figure out, because I mean, you're really talking about your, the stuff you're working on. And we did, we, we kind of bantered around some ideas. Oh, okay. So if we, if we end up having, for example, 50 meetings, a, a box of Joe is probably not enough. If you're talking about a couple boxes of Joe and you know a couple dozen cookies, you probably look at 50 bucks a meeting. If we were to do that, right. and if we were to consistently do that, which I'm not saying that every meeting would be like that, but for example, you do the math on that, you're very quickly hitting you know over $1,000. If we wanted, if we felt strongly enough about having a transportation option, then the idea of having some fund for, for Uber or, or Lyft or what have you, 
Again, I'm not sure that that's necessary, but it's just a, 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 an example of what an expense could be. Um, if we do reach out to the high school or, or to some other youth group to be able to do some kind of um, monitoring of children while we have a meeting so that it can allow a caregiver to participate with having some degree of confidence that somebody was there, do we need to have something there to, to assist them? And again, it's, I'm confident that a few of us would be happy to, to assist with some of these things, but as a matter of process, I well, think I mean, we should these, all be on the same page. You guys are going to determine how many meetings we're going to have and so on. And you ought to kind of think that through to what sort of logistics, coffee, you know, and then come up with a recommendation that Charlie can go and ask for. Because right now, you know, you just can't ask for a blank check. So if you come up with some idea based on the number of meetings you, you think we're going to have and so on, we could then work up a, a, a request. Sure. We'll get, any, we'll get any money for printing. And then, then it's, well, we'd love yeah. to be able to, I, I love the idea of a business card. Yeah. Something in your hand, a palm card, just to be able to give out that. But the other thing, too, is, is that a lot of these, these meetings that we've contemplated, and again, not all of them will be, but some of these civic organizations have these monthly meetings, and it's usually like a dinner or something. So while I think there are many people who would be comfortable just paying the admission fee to go to that dinner, is that something that also is, is if we have someone who, or some people that are, are less, um, less capable or less willing to do that with some degree of frequency, do we have some allowance for that? So again, I think that it's, it's probably much to do about little, but it, it's a process that I think we should all be on the same page with early. I know when I, was, when I was president of Alliance Club, it was 20 bucks to go right. to a monthly, mm -hmm. a monthly dinner meeting. Yeah. So everybody walked in, put $20 down. Yeah. Well, how many of those are we going to go to over the course of a couple of months? Yeah. And, and but, you know, I, I went to a lot of those meetings too, but typically when, when they invited you as a guest speaker, typically. they weren't going to charge you to Absolutely. You know, typically, you're right. Usually. But you never know. But no, point well taken, and I think I, after discuss, discussion and understanding what it is we're going to be doing over the next six to 12 months, we definitely need some some funding, if for nothing else for the printing, because we need yeah. to print. So let me uh, let me try that. Let me work on that, and I will report back on the next meeting my results. Certainly. Okay. Any other new business? I, I had one thought, if I may, on the surveys. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if this is helpful or not, but. We're going to, I presumably, have very open-ended questions because we don't want to direct anyone. Right. A question that I had, though, was how can we assist ourselves, because presumably we're all going to roll up our sleeves and start digging into this batch of mail, so to speak, at some point. <coughs> Is there a way that we could start with a couple of drop-downs to help them help us file it into certain categories? Like, for example, does your... like? Joe Citizen, does your idea involve the one of the following? And you say recreation, public safety, education, housing, and you give them a category that they can just explore other, and they can click it, and now that helps us say, okay, well, we've got 50% of them came in in the recreation area, 20% came in in this area, and so forth, and it helps us start to like mm -hmm. put them in preliminary boxes, so to speak, mm -hmm. to then go through them and start breaking them down more. Would the categories that was mentioned in the last meeting in the master plan be a starting point? I mean, it could be anything. I mean, literally, we could have every drop yeah. down into the sum. We have 50 no, that's, choices, that's but at least it, we're not going to have people select all 50, and we're going to end up no. getting the stack, put them into certain bins, so to speak, right. earlier on. Yeah, I think of, we, we, could, we could do that. I think we'd start with what Bill said. And again, that'll be subject to 
opinion. So if we put it up on the shared docs, you all can take a look at that. We can edit that. So I can take a stab at that. Because sure. um, that was you know, pretty much on that document, so it's not going to be hard to do. But that's so a good idea. To have, if we're saying people may have like 10 ideas, so you'd need to have yeah. a drop down open in a text box one, a drop down open in a yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have like, give them five things, five open-ended questions. They identify the category, and then they write it in sure. text and so on. And maybe at the end, there's the ability for them to click a button and start a second suggestion. Because they may have multiple ideas, so it might be that, you know, I've got this idea, and then what also could go there is this, and they give us certain discussion points type of thing. We'll have to talk with the tech people, uh, but let's say conceptually, yeah, we want to go ahead and do that where not only did they give us the suggestion, but a category that it falls under. Yeah. And then we'll I see what the tech people can do yeah. that. Because that's a good one. Do you have another idea? Do you have another? And people may submit 10, they may only submit two. Sure. And one of the things I've been doing with the scouts is we, we're starting to gravitate towards using SurveyMonkey for them to register mm -hmm. for certain things. Mm -hmm. So parents at the end can click a button and they can register a second child. So it gives them the ability to go back and yep. do the form again without starting all the initial process and logging up. Mm -hmm. So again, just, just no, that's a good idea. Yeah. Whatever we could do to try to reduce some of the heavier lift in the beginning, I yeah. think would be very beneficial to, to kind of like sort some stuff with some kids. Sure. Right. My sense is there'll be some, at least one or two demographic questions in the beginning of the survey too, whether it's age or... Ooh. Age range, you know. What? But I mean, what? What's the value? Well, I think it. I don't know. I think it's. I'm just trying to think of surveys that that they do is. I, I think it's helpful to see who you're surveying. If you're, the one thing though. Yeah, you reflect the population. So if you're getting surveys and if, you know, 80% of your survey re respondents are 18 and under. You're not really getting accurate survey information, so there has to be right. some demographic. Information. We don't want to scare people off. No, no, no. So, and I so I think if we make that voluntary, mm. that doesn't work if it's voluntary. It's not like personally identifying yeah, information. Well, you can give ranges. You know. I know. I mean, you get multiple ranges. Surveys, you get, you are you 25 to 50? Right. You know what I mean? I I'll talk to the I'll talk to the IT people because they do a lot of surveys, okay. and I'm pretty sure they include. Some very basic demographic information, just as people said. don't have to answer it. Yeah, no, you, no, you can. But it's well, a good idea to be there. I mean, if we're going to do that kind of demographic data, and then let's think through what else we might want to capture. How right. long have you been in Canton, and right. whatever right. else we want to do? Right, exactly. Yeah, and maybe to that point, maybe you give one of the choices. I for choose not to say. answer this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For not right. to answer this. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'd have to do that for all of them if it's a required question. Yeah. Okay. One, right. one other random, <laughs> this will be quick. Um, I was trying to think of like surveys typically get super low participation rates and like maybe our messaging is like we're aiming to bring the community together with this effort. So could we in our messaging say something like we're aiming to reach X number of people, do your part, help us meet out. the goal. And then like <laughs> if we meet the goal, we can pro give progress updates along the way. Like we're at 20,000, we're at whatever. And then could there be some, like, if we hit our goal at the end, like, would you take a pie to the face? Or like, I don't yeah, know, some, that's a great idea. something. Would I take a pie? you know how many times I shaved my head for the young man? <laughs> <laughs> the buzz off cancer. But something like, raising. that makes the community kind of feel good Actually, that we're like all John doing Conley. it together. John, yeah. <laughs> that's a fantastic idea. John, I hope you're watching this. This looks like a pie as it is. Yeah, I can I, I'm sure nobody remembers who I am, but I would be willing to, to sit take next to you and do this. Well, I would be willing to do it as well, but that's an excellent idea. All 
Alright. What's your favorite kind of pie? Well, if I was going to get in the face with it, something soft. Something soft, something without nuts in it. It's not frozen. And not hot. No ice cream. Whipped cream on a pie shelf. Why did you think of me right away, by the way? You are just sitting right there. Oh, okay. Alright. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Okay. Can I ask one housekeeping question? Yes. Our commission, I understand, expires in the spring. Does that have to get extended now, or are we going to wait till the expiration? The commission for the committee? Yeah. Our appointments. Our appointments, oh, oh, end, oh. our appointments end in, I think, March or something. I think it's April 30th. I will, I will have us all reappointed. Because otherwise we'll be scrambling at the, when it yeah. is this little phase. Yeah. Or maybe maybe we wait and get a little closer to the date, and then the board can decide if they want to reconstitute the committee. That they may. They may decide that they want to replace them. That they, that, they don't, that they don't like what we're doing? They, they may decide they want to expand the committee. Who knows? Let's see what our track record is. talking about with them lining up. I think it's kind of early for them to I'll put it on the. I'll put it on my, on my, um, my calendar for the agendas. As for March, I'll put it on there. For a point. If they so choose. Okay. Anything else? That being said, I entertain a motion to adjourn. Motion, motion to adjourn. Motion to second. Second. Uh, any further discussion? All those in favor of adjournment, please signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. I'm opposed. I want to stay. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Sal, no. All right. We need some good ideas going. Motion carries. Thank you, everybody. And we will see you on the 4th.